At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Final hour tonight, VSIN tonight, Wes Reynolds, Matt Eumanns from the VSIN studio, South Point and Circa. We are at the Circa tonight where we're, uh, we're going to be hosting the show all spring and summer. And uh, Wes, we've got overtime in Evanston, Penn State Northwestern, five extra minutes. That's not what you want to see when you've got the dog and you've got Penn State plus I, five. I do. Penn State had a look at a three uh, at the buzzer, did not go as a uh, – Boy, this team, man, they just cannot score at the rim at all, Penn State, unless it's Jalen Pickett. Uh, so, look, and Northwestern's going to try to take him away. I mean, they're going to use, I mentioned that, like, you know, post-guy trap. Uh, they're essentially treating Jalen Pickett like he's a post-guy uh, tonight. And uh, Chris Lowry's been very successful with that. And I believe, are they going to get a foul or a goaltend? I think they're going to get a foul there. But, yeah, that's essentially what they're doing with Pickett is trying to trap him. And that's what Northwestern has been really successful doing against like Hunter Dickinson, against uh, Zach Eady, against Trace Jackson Davis. They're basically trapping uh, number 11, the uh, stout guard, Jalen Pickett. All right, let's take a look at, uh, let's go from the Big Ten to the Pac-12. And pretty soon, Wes, like it or not, UCLA and USC are going to be part of the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. As a Big Ten guy, do you like that? I mean, I just think it's the way it's going. I don't like any of this conference expansion. You know, I, I wish the Big Ten were still 10 teams, but it, but it's not. So, I mean, it makes sense, I think, for USC and UCLA to come to the Big Ten and 
you know, you got to be adding because you see what the SEC is doing, adding Oklahoma and Texas, and that's just the way it is. I mean, eventually we're going to be to like three or four super conferences. Yeah, Big Ten's going to be at 16 teams with uh, UCLA and USC. That's going to be in 2024, right? That's mm-hmm. the first season for that. All right, the Pac-12 basketball tournament in Las Vegas. I try to go to this uh, every year. It's going to be tough to go this year, Wes. We're doing a show in here on weeknights, but maybe I can get out on a Saturday to the Pac-12. Let's talk about the uh, last weekend of the regular season in that conference. UCLA has wrapped it up, and the Bruins swept that Utah-Colorado trip that's so tough at altitude last weekend. And, I, you know, the Bruins are a sneaky good top-five team that nobody's talking about. I just added a future on UCLA to win the tournament of 14-1. to Tomorrow night, UCLA is a 13-point home favorite over Arizona State. And the Sun Devils, you talk about momentum. Can they carry it over from mm-hmm. Desmond Cambridge and his 60-foot shot at the buzzer to beat Arizona and Tucson? Yeah, I had ASU 12 and a half. By the way, that was a closing number Saturday, 12 and a half. So mm-hmm. UCLA, you said, is 13. So obviously market going to value UCLA a little bit more as they should being the conference regular season champion. But, you know, I wonder Arizona State if they can keep that momentum. I, I think uh, they are in the last four in, depending on which bracketologist you look at. So, you know, this is a spot where I'd almost kind of want to go against UCLA. I went against them on Sunday with Colorado just because I thought, okay, that's a sneaky, tough trip. They've won a few in a row, but now they're 16-2. and two. They've got U of A coming in on Saturday. So this looks like, at least on the surface, the letdown spot. But Arizona State's a very erratic team. Mm-hmm. At times they look like a tournament team, and at times they don't even look like they should be playing in like the CBI right. or anything like that. So small lean Arizona State. I think the number's about right at around 13. Arizona State's just a tough team to handicap. And I think the Sun Devils really got up for that rivalry game in Tucson. Uh, I would lean towards taking a dog here, but, man, I just uh, – I think the Arizona State team's just too unreliable to back. I'm not going to put that out yeah, as a Yeah, and Arizona State, uh, you know, I remember earlier down in Tempe, they had a lead in the second half against UCLA. They ended up losing by 12. I think UCLA – yeah, UCLA was down like 55 to 50 with about 10 minutes to go – Ended, I believe, on a twenty-four to seven run. Yep. ASU like didn't score for the final few minutes of the game, and that's what UCLA can do to you. Uh, you know, Mick Cronin has his guys playing. I think the style of play he really wants to play. You know, kind of like he did at Cincinnati, where it's like grind it out, play good defense, rebound the hell out of the ball, and you know, play more deliberate tempo. And that's what UCLA does. Well, here's the thing about UCLA. I always I say when you're looking at teams that fit the profile that can win an NCAA championship, you look at Kim Pomeroy and the adjusted efficiency numbers mm-hmm. on offense and defense. And if a team is inside the top 30 in both categories, yeah, that's a team that can win the championship. You're good enough on the offensive end and good enough on the defensive end to do it. UCLA is number 22 in offense, number mm-hmm. two in defense. Yeah, what and that's Mick Cronin defense, right? That's what you would expect. What you're looking at for the trend, I, I'm trying to remember. What was the year UConn won it with Kevin Ollie and uh, Shabazz Napier? That was Napier. 2012 that or something was like that. Only... That, was, that was the only outlier for yeah. this thing. But that, UConn was like a nine seed. Right? Yeah. yeah. They, remember, they should have lost to St. Joe's in the first seed. round yeah. and won in overtime. But what I was saying about that, when you combine those Pomeroy rankings, the adjusted offensive efficiency and the adjusted defensive efficiency, if you get a number below 50 – 
Those are usually the teams. The UConn was the one outlier that their offense was below that, and they were, their sum total was above 50. So, of course, you know, when you look at that, what are those teams going to give you? And UCLA certainly is one of those teams, 22 and then two on defense. So I'm just giving it a quick glance over Houston fifth and fourth on defense. They match up. Alabama does. Tennessee does not because they're 58 offensively. But UConn, Purdue, Kansas, St. Mary's, Texas, Gonzaga also out because they're 88th defensively. Creighton would be a team that is less than 50. So when you add those two marks up, the OE and the DE, and it's less than 50, chances are one of them is going to win the title. Yeah, here's the thing. Tennessee's number four in Kim Palm ratings right now. Mm-hmm. Throw out Tennessee without yeah. Z- with Z- Zakai Ziegler, the yeah. point guard out for the Their year. Their offense wasn't good enough anyway, was, I don't think. Vols were 58 in offensive rating, and without Ziegler, it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. I think you can throw out Tennessee, and St. Mary's is number 39 in offensive rating. I don't think the Gales are good enough of offensively to get there. Either. I don't either. I mean, they match the profile. It, it, you know, everything's going to depend, I think, too, on the on the matchups. It's going to it's all matchup dependent in the NCAA tournament. You know, because you worry a team like St. Mary's that's so smart and well coached and fundamentally sound, are they going to get to a spot where they're like out athleted? And that's what really worries me about like a St. Mary's like when they get like a really really long team. I'm trying to see what kind of seed St. Mary's would be right now. I think they would be probably about a five. Yeah, they'd be on like the five line. So you wonder, okay, let's say they advance out of the first two rounds and they avoid the upsets and they get to a sweet 16. Well, you're playing a number one seed. You're playing a Kansas or you're playing a Houston, especially a Houston with a lot of really long-armed guys or an Alabama. That's going to be tough on them. Okay, how about Arizona? That's a team I bet a 22-1 to to win the whole thing. And, man, that was a discouraging loss to Arizona State. Can the uh, Wildcats bounce back in the first game of this L.A. road trip? DraftKings opens this number at Arizona minus one and a half. At, uh, Arizona minus one and a half at USC on mm-hmm. Thursday night. Yeah, it was looking kind of dicey for USC, but I think now yeah, they would probably be relatively solidly in the tournament I'll at tell you twenty-one what, and eight. The Trojans had two impressive wins against Colorado yep. and Utah on that trip. Yeah, they yeah. swept them, uh, and 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 I even I almost took Utah on Saturday, mm-hmm. but Utah was down a couple guards. I didn't end up getting involved because that was the spot, right? You know, at least you know that's the thing you got to be careful about with the spot. It's got to match the number too, and you got to dig in a little bit deeper because that was a spot. For USC to lay an egg, and they did not. USC, uh, you know, healthier now. Remember, Reese Dixon Waters missed a few games. Their big guy uh, underneath, Joshua Morgan, yeah. also missed a few games. He's really their best post defender. And now they they finally got him back. And and I think you know you're seeing USC play decent ball. USC, by the way, did lose at U of A back on uh, January 19th, lost by 15. Never led. It was a wire to wire job for the Wildcats, but. I think that this could be closer, and I wonder about Arizona, too. Arizona, that's a team, I think, that has disappointed both you and I because we saw... Well, defensive, defensively, he's been a big disappointment. Yeah, absolutely, But and their three-point has regressed from what you saw in right. Maui where they yeah. seemingly hit every outside Boy, how good shot. did that team look at the Maui Invitation? Yeah, you know? they, I mean, and, and now their guards, I think, have kind of been a little bit exposed. Tubelis is awesome. Umar Balo gives them a lot down low, but... Arizona's been a little sh- – I mean, they lost at Oregon. They lost at Stanford. These are not very good teams. So, 
I'm a little lukewarm on laying Arizona in this spot. I actually kind of lean USC, if anything. I think I would lean the two dogs, USC and Arizona State, but I'm not sure I'm going to play any of them. If I played either, it would po- probably be USC. Yeah, yeah, that'd be Penn the way State I would go. Penn State is going to get the win, I it be- looks like. I believe that was Jalen Pickett with a corner three off wow. an offensive rebound, 68-65. to 65. Uh, Nice job by Evan Mahaffey battling down low for the rebound. Cross-court pass to Andrew Funk. He finds Jalen Pickett in the corner. Three ball, corner pocket. 68-65. Point five still left on the clock. The refs are probably get, If they're Big Ten referees, they're going to do about a 10-minute review to see if they can was, get point one more seconds on the clock I, or something. Yeah, I think there was eight-tenths of a second when the ball went through the net. So, Northwestern's going to get a last shot, but you would think Penn State would probably foul on the catch. or mm-hmm. who knows? Penn State, 68-65. Wes Reynolds, a happy man. He took the points with uh, the Nittany Lions in that one. All right, quick thoughts on the Pac-12 tournament in Las Vegas next week. UCLA, the obvious favorite. Arizona, the number two choice. Is there a team that you've got your eye on you think could come out from outside of that top two and win the conference tournament? You know, uh, I mean, the, the the really erratic team has been Arizona State, but it's tough to go down. Arizona usually has the most fan support here by far when you see them on the strip next week for the Pac-12 tournament. I wanted to say Oregon, but, man – I, I don't it. see. It. I don't see it don't with Oregon. It I love Dana Altman as a coach. I don't see it with this team. I don't think he's got the dudes. Remember when Oregon State made that great run two mm-hmm. years ago for Wayne Tinkle to win the conference tournament, mm-hmm. and then all the way to the Elite Eight? Yeah, it could happen. You could have a long shot coming out of the Pac-12. I just uh, don't think any of the teams at the bottom. Maybe of the conference are Utah that good. if they can be healthy. Well, Utah couldn't even win home games last week, right? Against Utah, against uh, USC and UCLA. Back in a couple minutes here on Vsin tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, great to be back here, Wes. This three-hour show every night is fun to do, and we got a lot of different games going on. We're mm-hmm. trying to watch a lot of stuff and do the show at the same time and talk live betting when we can. I think up in the top right corner, we need to synchronize the TVs or we get everything right here. We don't need the bowling event on the top. And, can, unless unless, huh? it's, unless it's PDW No, we don't bowling. need bowling. We don't need any bowling. I don't care what it is. You don't want to live the uh, – you, do, you don't bet on bowling? Who the hell do you huh? think you are I am? It was the anniversary of that, I think, Weber? this weekend of PDW. Yes. Uh, yeah, we could get Utah State UNLV on CBS Sports Network, put that up there. But, Wes, let's talk NBA right now because we got a game at the half and a number we can talk about. Blazers 56, Pelicans 53 in Portland. It looks like uh, Blazers three-and-a-half-point favorites going to the uh, – yeah, I got Blazers minus three and a half for the second half. Is mm-hmm. that what you show? Yeah, and and this game did go under the total in the first half. Uh, Blazers uh, go ahead uh, and cover the first half. I think they were laying to it as 56 to 53. Only thing I have in this, I have a Jeremy Grant uh, prop over 19 and a half points. He's got 12 in the first half. Dame Willard, by the way, with 18 to lead the Blazers. Uh, Brandon Ingram leading the uh, Pelicans with 20. So, you know, Pelicans, man, they were they were like they looked like they were going to be a top four seed, and then Zion Williamson got hurt. Brandon Ingram missed some time, so you know New Orleans, you know, kind of trying to hang on. Uh, I think in in those uh, play in spots, I think that's where eventually they are going to fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, just look, at, let me look at the second half and see if I can find anything. I'm just catching up on stats because we were obviously watching the end of that uh, climactic finish with Penn State getting that win over Northwestern in overtime. When the Nittany Lions desperately needed, uh, neither team neither team really shooting the basketball very well. Lower scoring second quarter. I don't have anything in the second half for this one. Damian Lillard one for five from three. Uh, the only NBA bet I've made like in the last three weeks was Lillard to win the three point shooting contest yeah. at four to one odds, and he he beat my man he Buddy Healed. Man, he came through. He beat Buddy Healed to win the thing. That was a pretty good event. That was the only thing about All Star Weekend that I liked. You didn't. You didn't. You weren't into the. The dunk a little bit. I, I didn't really watch it. I saw the clips being posted on Twitter of okay, Mac the McClung. Dunk, the dunk contest turned into a joke. Mac McClung is not even an NBA player. Yeah. He was signed to, what, a 10-day contract by yeah. the Sixers yeah. so he could be in the dunk contest, but he yes. hasn't. Huh? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't followed the transaction ever since. I was just marveled uh, that a uh, lighter-pigmented gentleman won the dunk contest. Only the second time that's ever happened. Who's the other? Tom Chambers? Brent Barry. Dan Marley? Brent Barry. 
Is that right? Won it for the Clippers oh. uh, in the late I really, 90s. don't really care much about the dunk contest. I, I've always liked the three-point shooting contest. Mm-hmm. Back in the days when Larry Bird said, all right, who's the fool? All you fools are uh, shooting for Who, second Who's place, finishing right? second? Yeah. Remember him and him and Craig Hodges uh, from the Bulls had a lot of great duels. Uh, yeah, I, I miss when the All Star Weekend was special. I miss when stars actually did the dunk contest. Like when I was a little kid uh, in the 1980s, Indianapolis hosted it. One Michael Jeffrey Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Larry. Nan- I mean, you actually had like really top end players that were in this dunk contest. Well, that was a long time ago. I know, but Indy is getting the All-Star game, so uh, change the format or make some of these guys. Hell, you can't even make them play regular season games, though. What makes them think we can uh, make them do the dunk? All right, college hoops update. Now, we're done with the association for tonight. Um, TCU on top of Texas, 71-63 to 63 inside two minutes, and uh, that's going to be a tight spread decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Texas, Texas doesn't go away, man. Yeah. I got to give them credit because they could have packed it in a few times tonight, and they have not done so. So seventy-one to sixty-five. Can we get that game back on TV and drop one of these hockey games? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't end up betting this. Uh, I, I was. I was going to look for it, but I wasn't able to. Uh, go how ahead how'd and we get, get three down. hockey games on TV? I know. It's, it, it, Stop it, telling people to put hockey games no, on during the break. Well, huh? I mean, that's what it's like for – I didn't think it was going to be that confusing, but that's what it's like in Visa in primetime when, when, I, when I come in here when they have, like, hockey all over the place and I'm, like, sweating my brains out on late college basketball that were the 4 o'clock Pacifics and we got a show at 6, so. Trying to update college hoops games and you, you got hockey games up here on TV. Because there wasn't that many huh? on anymore because all the ones had retired. That I was interested in. All right, uh, Cal Baptist on top of UT Rio Grande Valley, and there was uh, some information in this game today that uh, mm-hmm. led some sharp betters to believe that Grand- Rio Grande was going to be the play at plus ten and a half, and uh, that number dropped to nine and a half at some spots. And when you see a under the radar game like that move, you know something's up. It's injury info. Cal Baptist going to be down a couple players. Well, Cal Baptist up twenty in the second half, so that info game looks like it's not going to work out for the sharp money players on that no, one. No, and I mean, injury Cal informa- Baptist in Riverside, California, by the way, Wes. You knew that, right? Yes, the, the uh, Lancers. Yeah, so, uh, you know, doesn't look like uh, I'm actually trying to look and see if, in fact, those guys that were not supposed to play. That info, by the way, made its way to Doug Kazarian of ESPN. He used that as his best bet today on the, on the Daily Wager show, and uh, he's going to go down in flames, it looks like, with uh, – the Vaqueros of Rio Grande Valley. Yeah, and uh, look, at, um, you know, Ar- Arthur will be so disappointed in him, by the way. Uh, <laughs> let me look and see. Yeah, these two guys that we were told, uh, Joe Quintana and uh, the kid Stone, the backup, none of the big guys. Uh, so Cal Baptist going four guards tonight and uh, absolutely running Rio Grande Valley off the floor. Rio Grande Valley, by the way, shooting 33%. That's not going to cover any number. Utah State up on UNLV, 12-9, six minutes in to that game. All right, let's talk about more previews. Let's uh, actually handicap games you can get bets in on tonight for tomorrow's action and go to the Big Ten. Wes, you know which side I'm going to be on in this game. I think Purdue is a fade right now. This is a team that peaked early. The freshman guards are fading. Purdue's shooting is uh, lost at this point. Five for 23 from three-point range against Indiana. It's been a continuing trend of uh, Purdue's three-point shooting in decline. And when Zach Eady, the seven-foot-four center, gets double-teamed and kicks mm-hmm. it out to three-point shooters, those guys have got to hit. They've got to make those open looks, and it's not happening. 
I made this number one and a half. I thought Purdue should be a slim favorite at Wisconsin. DraftKings has opened at four. Yeah. I'm playing Wisconsin plus four here. By the way, I think the Badgers are playing some of their best, better basketball right well, now. And, and Besi- aside from blowing the game in Ann Arbor on mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah, and, and look, uh, Purdue, obviously, they are power rated super high. So the metrics guys, I think some I saw made it uh, Purdue minus four, Purdue minus five here. But Purdue now has, uh, they were 22 and one, and now they find themselves 24 and five. Uh, yes. But but this is a team, you know, one of the things I've often said I'm concerned about Purdue, maybe the later they go in March, is sometimes the game gets too fast for them. And I think both those games against Indiana, who I don't consider a super athletic team nationally, I think they're above average athleticism in the Big Ten. Sure. Well, Indiana's also got, I think, uh, two first-round draft yes. picks. And, and, and look, the game got too fast for that freshman backcourt, who I think has been really solid this year, that being Fletcher Lawyer and Braden Smith, but... I also think it comes down to you got to make shots. Yeah. And Purdue has not been shooting well from three. And, in fact, in the loss at Northwestern, Purdue missed 13 shots in a row uh, to end that game. Mm-hmm. Well, you talk about a team that doesn't really shoot all that great, even though it's been better lately, is Wisconsin. I know. They don't shoot the ball very well, especially from the foul line. That's weird to see 66% for Wisconsin. But they are starting to play better. Uh, Chucky Hepburn, the leader, the Tyler Wall missed a few games earlier this season. Yeah, I think it's really underrated for them is actually the freshman, Connor Asijian yeah. from Fort Wayne. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, this is, this is a big number. Uh, I'm probably not going to lay it. I mean, maybe Purdue gets a win. maybe a money line parlay. Sure. But I think if Purdue gets a win, it's going down to the wire, and it's going to be tight. I'm yeah. taking a four with the Badgers. I mean, at least Purdue knows that they're not necessarily out-athleted here. I think this is a game that's more their speed. It is more their speed, but it's going to be a low-possession, slow-paced game, and it's probably going to be played in the high 50s, low 60s, right? Yeah, and you, you would think so, uh, I believe. They haven't played yet this year, have they? I don't believe oh, they have. Oh, this is the first meeting between the teams. The total here is 128. Okay, okay, yeah, because uh, Purdue, Purdue up, by the way, did lose there late in the season last year, 70-67, to 67, and also lost at home to the Badgers. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you believe in double revenge, I don't know if that really matters considering the team is completely different from last year. Well, well like you said, Wisconsin plays a style that um... – was more to Purdue's liking, but I, I still think uh, I've, I've been watching the Badgers closely, and they've been playing a lot better recently. Now they blew a game at Nebraska and things like that, but uh, they blew the game at Michigan mm-hmm. on Sunday. But they played well enough to beat Michigan on the road after facing a big deficit, and I thought the Badgers uh, looked good for the most part in that game. How about Illinois? Let's wrap it up here. Illinois, three-and-a-half-point home favorite over Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's really up against it now. They got to try to find their way yeah. into the NCAA tournament. And you got to wrap up uh, going to Illinois and going to Indiana on the weekend. Yeah, disappointing performance, I thought, for Illinois at Ohio State, even though I was on the Buckeyes. Uh, I think three and a half is about right here. I actually make it four. But, you know, do you back the Wolverines? Do they have momentum? Kind of similar to Iowa last night where Iowa stole one, Michigan stole one against Wisconsin. They should have lost outright, and they win in overtime. I think Michigan maybe. Maybe Michigan first half is where I'm going to go. That momentum carries over for 20 minutes. I'm going to look to bet Indiana against Michigan on Sunday. But my play for uh, tomorrow in the Big Ten is Wisconsin plus four against Purdue. Quick break. We come back. More college hoops previews. This is v 
VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, here in a minute, we're going to tell you a story about Sir Jabari Rice. Stay tuned for that. With the honored Arnold Palmer Invitational, UFC 285 this week. Head over to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers has you covered. For all the golf bettors out there, Bet Rivers is a place to bet the Arnold Palmer Invitational with top 10 insurance. That's a good feature. Place your pre tourney bet on an outright winner. The action does not stop there. Bet Rivers has you covered for UFC 285. John Jones in the main event, his comeback, parlay insurance for that as well. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. All right, Wes Reynolds, Matt Eumann's back here. VSEN tonight. Crazy night in college hoops again. Last night, NC State buried a late three that was significant to a lot of people because that was a cover for the Wolfpack against Duke mm-hmm. at the buzzer. Tonight, it's Texas's turn. Serge Barry Rice hits a three at the buzzer, and TCU, a three-and-a-half-point favorite, beats Texas 75 75- 73. It was a five-point yep. game before Rice hit the three mm. at the buzzer. Yeah, let me uh, break down just kind of the final sequence here. Uh, TCU hits two foul shots. Uh, Texas misses the three. Brock Cunningham with the rebound and the putback makes it 73-70. to 70. Texas is obviously pressing. TCU goes with the home run pass. Emmanuel Miller gets the dunk, I believe, with a, maybe about three and change or mm-hmm. about four seconds left. 75-70. to 70. Serge Jabari Rice, 25-footer from three. Texas gets the cover 73 to 75. The final score, TCU gets the win. And I saw some people on the Twitter machine, and I'm not wanting to rub it in here, and I'm not going to, but I'm just making illustrating a point. Mm-hmm. When you have these small favorites. Go ahead and rub it in. Well, I, I, here's what I'm just gonna say. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't be a cheap ass. Like, don't be cheap where it's like. Oh my God! I'm afraid to lay the vig. You know now. Now the vig, by the way, this did close. I think like 170 might have been a little 160 plus and change. Boy, there's going to be some people attack the, you over on this. The, I don't give a the damn. Math guys, Jeff Fogel's going to be all uh, over. I don't. And they can stuff it. I don't give a damn because these are people that like they talk the math, but these are people that don't really bet any money and don't have any skin in the game either. Right. So let's 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 not go that route, but. Uh, yeah, I think there are times. I'm not saying every single time, but you know, when you've got a small favorite money line like this. Hey, over the weekend, I saw Steve Fezzik give out on Twitter a play on Iowa money line against Michigan State at minus two forty mm-hmm. or two fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I never give out money yeah. lines at that high yeah, a price. Like, like in those, I would uh, be like a money line parlay yeah, if man. I was doing I, that, I like can, a two teamer. I couldn't believe Fezzik put that out at, the, yeah. at that high a price. Now I'll play money lines around minus one fifty. 130 to 150 when you're talking about I do not want to lay three and a half with a favorite because of that what mm-hmm. we just saw the three-pointer yeah, no the buzzer happens way too many times so I would rather lay a little more on the money line price than lay the points I hate laying points anyway yeah and and look uh, just kind of back to what I was saying I think if you're gonna lay a money line because obviously the two sports where you're laying money lines are not spreads baseball and hockey most notable if you're going to do that, if you're going to lay, you know, I see people laying $1.70, $80, 90 favorites all the time in baseball and all the time in hockey. Why wouldn't you do it in basketball, especially on a key number? Because mm-hmm. th- what what did this open? Does this open like two or one I and a half? anywhere from two and a half to, uh, you know, yeah. it went up to three When it's and around half, that yeah. two and three, I lay money line. Now, as you're getting up to four or five, then I'm going to lay the point spread. Then I'm not going to necessarily lay the money line unless I'm doing it in like a money line parlay. 
uh, you know, $2 kind of my limit on like a basketball favorite from that standpoint. But you got to be willing, I think, to do that a little bit. You got to be willing to lay money lines. I know betters are afraid of the juice. Now, it depends on your bankroll and how much skin in the game you're going to have. And it also depends on, you know, what your volume is. Like like somebody like some guys like us that maybe have a little bit higher volume on a bigger college basketball card, we're more wont to do that than somebody that's, you know, maybe playing small increments or small volume plays that are just getting started. I totally understand that everybody is different, but I just think that I see a lot of times you'll get some losses. And if you have enough volume and you're good enough at this, you're going to be able to absorb that juice, that extra juice that you lose. So that's why I say favorite money lines. I mean, I think you at least want to look into that. I'm not saying and doing it every single time, but you see incidents like that, you know, where it happens. So that's my two cents on it. People can be free to disagree. That's fine. I agree with you. And in fact, uh, you know, I, I don't like to lay one and a half, two and a half, three and a half. And uh, tonight, if you laid the points with uh, TCU, you got, you got burned by mm-hmm. a Longhorns three at the buzzer. I think you mentioned uh, somebody on Twitter who who uh, who was lamenting laying three with uh, TCU. Yeah. Right? yeah. Look, man, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, and I don't say this, you know, to be, you know, to be a smart ass or to be arrogant about it. I say it because I come from experience because – a lot of things that we that we tell people are mistakes we have made as betters. And, you know, you have to take an honest inventory of yourself and admit you, when you make mistakes. You know, we always like to say, okay, hey, you know, got a winner here. But you got to admit your loser and say, okay, why did it happen? You know, was it something that was the game flow where it's like, okay, if I'd had the wrong side, then I had the wrong side. But it's more important to have the right number, I think, than the right side fairly often, especially this time of year when you get these numbers that are so tight, Matt. I mean, these are there's not a lot of line variants from, you know, the metrics guys or anything like that. So that's what I think people got to be careful and be very observant about this time of year. Also, you got to be careful about not laying points when you get to these conference tournaments because when you get favorites on a neutral floor, mm-hmm. it's a much different situation than these favorites on their home floor. Oh, yeah. I, I love to bet dogs this time of year. I'm not going to play the dog in this game tomorrow night, but let's talk about it quickly. Number one, Houston, a 17-and-a-half-point favorite over Wichita State. Uh, Wes, any take on you in this game? Shockers and Cougars. What's interesting is uh, the final four is in Houston mm-hmm. uh, this year, and uh, the Cougars are number one, so good timing uh, for Kelvin Sampson's team here. Wichita State, just uh, not what it's been, no, especially under, in the Greg Marshall era. Well, this team, I think uh, that job's going to open up very soon. I, I don't think the uh, I don't think the Koch brothers are very happy up there in Wichita sure. with uh, the performance of that team. So. That's why, you know, when they hire somebody like Chris Beard and all the national media writers, you know, Lane based him, I'm like, you don't, you think the Koch brothers give a crap about the media? You know, I, I, I get a little bit tired of all the uh, national media writers too. And, uh, you know, taking the moral high ground on every story out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you're holding uh, coaches and athletes to higher standards than our elected officials in the right. government. Right. And and then, you know, I mean, it's the old credo, too, in coaching. You know, you can get fired for anything but losing. Yeah. But that's the way it's always been. You know, we don't make the rules. That's just the environment here. Uh, but back to this game, Houston, 15-1. and one, They've obviously wrapped up the regular season. They're number one seed in the conference tournament. More than likely, that's going to be a two-bid league. I think Memphis is probably done enough to get into the NCAA tournament. But 
Houston's going to close with Memphis actually on Sunday right. on the road there at the Pyramid. That's uh, a, yeah, that's a game that could be interesting. No, here I because, think so yeah, too, and yeah. I, and I think Memphis they're going to want that one like blood. So I think that's going to be the game of the day on Sunday. But they're getting Wichita State. They did uh, play a relatively competitive game up there in Wichita, only one by nine, I think, on the first of mm-hmm. February. So. You know, looking at Houston. Wichita had a lead in that game, let it get away. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Houston. Mm-hmm. I think Wichita covered that game, right? Yeah, they did. Getting, getting what, what, what? They 10 did. and a half, Yeah, 10 I think yeah. it was a little bit over 10, so they lose by nine. Uh, Marcus Sasser, senior day. Reggie Chaney, a uh, reserve for this team. So, you know, Houston can be a wagon, though. I know East Carolina covered against them on Saturday, but that was like last minute cover for mm-hmm. East Carolina. That was Houston's game. So, you know, I often talk about, Matt, the fat and happies where you get these ranked teams that have won three or more in a row. There are exceptions to the rule, like Gonzaga, you know, when they were Gonzaga, when they were really at their peak. Hard to take numbers against them because they were just rolling over everybody. Houston's kind of the same way a little bit here. So if you made me, I would take Wichita State in the points, but... I'm not going to make you. No, I, I don't not know if I want to get in front your head of this or team. anything like that. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, Sunday, Houston at Memphis. How about Maryland at Penn State? Nittany Lions going to need that one. Mm-hmm. And again, Maryland's what one and eight on the road in Big yeah, Ten. Yeah, we saw Maryland, and uh, we were on Ohio State, and Ohio State uh, pretty much wire to wire on the Terps. Not the same team on the road, so that's where you're going to want to look too. This time of year, you're going to work, want to look at that road neutral record. It's not just the selection committee that's doing that. I think it should be betters, too. And if these teams don't have proven records winning on neutrals or winning in road right. games, very tough to back. Well, when you get into March, you want to look at teams that have a track record of winning on neutral courts or road floors because teams that like Maryland that can't win away from home, not going to be a good bet in the month of March, you would think. Uh, also in the Big Ten on Sunday, Illinois at Purdue – and uh, the Bull Hitler makers might need to win that to clinch an outright conference championship yeah. if they lose at Wisconsin. And uh, Michigan at Indiana. And I'm expecting, Wes, this is back-to-back road games for the Wolverines. I'm expecting a big bounce back from the Hoosiers after what Mike Woodson called a BS performance last mm-hmm. night. I think that was a pretty apt description. A 22-point home loss to Iowa? Yeah. How do you explain that? All right, we're going to preview more. Thursday night games in college hoops, and uh, we're going to give you our best bets when we come back. Stay tuned to VSIN, the sports betting segment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. Olympics. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, final segment tonight, VSIN, the sports betting network. It's uh, VSIN tonight from the Circus Sportsbook. Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, as uh, we get down to our best bets and breakdowns, some more conference tournaments on the uh, Thursday card. Wes, we've got action on Thursday. Love these, love this time of the year, these mm-hmm. kind of days. I know Greg Hoops Peterson. Loves it, too. He's going to be up next with the uh, Greg Peterson experience. He's going to be talking to a bunch of college hoops. We have Sunbelt Conference Tournament at Pensacola, Florida in the morning. We've also got Missouri Valley at St. Louis. Horizon League. West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas late tomorrow night. So we got mm-hmm. uh, morning tonight, college hoops. And uh, this is... Uh, going to be a great time of year. So, like I said, uh, early morning to late night Thursday. Anything in those conference tournaments I just talked about, where well, you might have a play starting in the um, starting in the Sun Belt, looking at the Missouri Valley, the Horizon, and uh, late tomorrow night in the West Coast Conference. Well, uh, you know, I got a couple futures plays, and it's already getting bet right now. I, I took South Alabama. Remember, we talked about them uh, ten too. to one uh, to win the Sun Belt. I think this is wide open now. They got to play that extra day. Uh, down there in uh, down there in the Redneck, Redneck Riviera in Pensacola, Florida, is uh, I'm starting to see some fours now on this market uh, on uh, South Alabama. So they are getting bet. That's the early game, by the way. Seven seventy four on the rotation. Yeah. South Alabama four point favorite over Appalachian State, and that's uh, the Sun Belt of Pensacola. I, I tailed you there. I thought that play made some sense. I actually took yeah. South Alabama 10-1 to 1 to win that Sun Belt. Yeah, I, I have it as well. Of course, the uh, four favorites, Marshall, Louisiana, Lafayette, James Madison, Southern Miss. I think this is really wide open. Uh, no plays yet on the board for that one. I do have one I am going to play in the Horizon League, and, and I took a small s- shot on this team to go ahead and win it as a long shot because keep in mind, Horizon League is not a chalky league. In terms of this is not when Butler and Brad Stevens and 
Gordon Hayward and all those guys were there where they were easily winning this league as one seed. I think it's like three of the last 12 were favorites or something like that. This is a chaos type conference. And I think you may get some chaos, but I'm going to go with it. And you don't have a lot of first halves. You get them more in the morning, but I still think the number's probably going to be the same. Detroit plus four and a half in the first half against Youngstown State. Youngstown State, by the way, did win the regular season title. They're the number one seed in the tournament. I think they're about plus a buck 80 or plus 90 to win the Horizon League. I don't think that's a good bet, even though they very well could win the conference. Detroit had to play in the first round on Tuesday night in terms of uh, you know getting by uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne. They beat them three times this season. So I think when a team, and this angle I think works better, and you don't want to play it every single time, but this angle works better when you have to play the very next day. When you get a rested team, against a team that had to play the day before, you look at the first half, especially for that team that's already had a game under their belt because they've already faced elimination and the rested team has not. So I think Detroit comes out very good in the first half. Of course, we know another storyline, Antoine Davis needs 26 to uh, uh, beat Pistol Pete Maravich's scoring record, although he did it in 50 more games. But oh, 60 more games. It I was think, 60. I think Antoine Davis is... Uh, it's going to be 143rd game, I, yeah. something like that. And yeah. P- Pistol Pete did it in 83 games. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, you know, I, I don't think – but, but I mean, Detroit, I mean, he's going to get his regardless. So, I don't think it's going to be like, oh, man, we got to really strive to get him a record and sacrifice, you know, the game and the season. But I think Detroit comes out very aggressive here, and Youngstown might be a little bit nervous yeah. being that they they won the league, and now they're expected because this was a team that was not predicted to win the conference. But now the expectations game changes. So I think Detroit in the first half getting four and a half, I think they're getting about eight for the game. Seven and a half or eight for the game if you like the Detroit side in that one. By the way, Antoine Davis leading the nation in scoring, not 28.1 points a game. Mm-hmm. Pistol Pete Maravich, his career average, 44.2. 44.2. Pistol Pete set that career scoring record in 83 games. This will be game 142 for Antoine Davis. Yeah, it's, that's absolutely ridiculous. So no plays for you in the uh, – Nothing yet. In I the Missouri have, Valley? I will probably have something overnight. You seem uh, like a guy a ch- that loves Missouri Valley I, I, I do like Arch Madness uh, there in St. Louis. Uh, an extra day now of Arch Madness with more teams in the conference. And, you know, just seeing Murray State and Belmont in the Missouri Valley because they've always been in the OVC. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a little bit different here. So – I'll probably have some plays when I get a chance to really look at this card in full in the overnight and also in tomorrow morning. Okay, and then tomorrow night in the West Coast Conference in Las Vegas, it's uh, Portland, a five-and-a-half-point favorite over San Diego and Steve Lavin, the first-year Toreros coach. And the late game tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. tip. I love these late tips, Mm -hmm. man. Uh, Pepperdine and Pacific and the Waves, one-and-a-half-point favorites over the I may be on the waves. I have not bet this yet, uh, but I I do lean waves here. They lost. How often do you see where you lose to a team twice and you're the favorite the third time around? So small lean, this might be like a money line deal on uh, Pepperdine. If I do play that game, that's a side I'll be on. I like to have action on the late night games, but it's more important to have the best number and to have a strong opinion. Mm-hmm. Then everything lines up for you right. on, the, on the late night. You don't want to play something just for the hell of it, to have action, because it's never fun to lose. No. We, do, we don't like losing. Uh, all right, let's uh, go to um, 
my best bets, actually 2-0 and tonight on the, the plays I put out on this show last night, and they were relatively easy winners. Yeah, we were both 2-0. How about that? Yeah. Auburn plus 10 against Alabama, and uh, Notre Dame plus 4.5 against Pitt. You also had Notre Dame. What was your other play? Uh, it was uh, Ohio State over Maryland. That's right. Nice job on the Buckeyes getting back-to-back wins. How about that? Don't look now. Big run in the Big Ten tournament, right? I'm going to. uh, (laughs) That's right. I don't think so. I'm going to stay in the Big Ten. Uh, My first best bet for tomorrow, we talked about it, Wisconsin plus four against Purdue. And, you know, I still think Purdue's power rating here and how this number's made, Wes, is based on like a season long power rating and not taking into account just Purdue's like last six games. Mm hmm. I think if you look at Purdue's rating over the last six games, not the same. And that's why I've, I made Purdue a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. It's four. I'll take the points here. Now, I do think the Badgers have been playing a lot better basketball. They're healthy now. They've got all their guns firing. I was impressed that they came back and put themselves in position to win that game at Michigan on Sunday because uh, – it didn't look like that was going to be a spot where you wanted to be on Wisconsin. That was a big revenge game for Jawan Howard, who wanted to beat Greg Gard. Yep. And, uh, yeah, how lucky were the Wolverines to get that win. So, Wisconsin plus four. Purdue's three-point shooting has been in decline. The freshman guards kind of seem like they've hit the wall. And here's another thing, Wes. I thought the one thing about Purdue is it's a team that shoots the three a lot better at home. Mm-hmm. They didn't even shoot the three well at home against Indiana, five for 23. And now you're asking these guys to go on the road and cover a number, and they're clearly slumping. It's kind of a replay of last season at this time when Purdue faded late February yeah. into March. Yeah, yeah, I, I could totally see that. I did I did not play this game. Of course, Purdue did lose uh, twice to Wisconsin last year. How about on Twitter, shot quality? I don't know if you put anything into the shot, shot quality data. I look at it. Okay, I don't put too much into it, but it's interesting to look at. Despite the eight-point loss to Indiana, Purdue dominated the shot quality expected score. I don't know if you saw this, but if you if you put any weight into these numbers, the shot quality expected score had Purdue winning that game by 17 points mm-hmm. against Indiana instead of lost by eight. Does that mean anything well, to you? They don't, they don't cash your tickets on the basis <laughs> That's of shot quality, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, so. There are a lot of people who love the handicap look mm-hmm. at the shot quality. Scores. Yeah. So you have uh, you have Wisconsin, you have uh, Cal State Northridge. I'm taking Cal State Northridge. That's another one. Northridge plus eight against Hawaii. And, by the way, the Warriors had a big senior night comeback against UC Irvine on Saturday it's night. It's because they wore those old-school Kelly Green rainbow jerseys. I like those that, uh, They need to bring them back full-time, uh, by the way. Uh, but my, that was an emotional comeback for yeah. Hawaii. They put a yeah. lot into winning that game. Now they go on the road to play a Northridge team that's 7-23. and 23, But in the first meeting mm-hmm. between the teams, it was a seven-point game. And actually, uh, I'm not sure that Wright is going to be on the floor for Northridge. But Allen Eikens, and uh, they got plenty of scorers here. I, I actually think Northridge is live to win the game. DraftKings has got the number at eight, so that's my mm-hmm. second best bet here. Cal State Northridge, a home dog, plus eight against Hawaii. Yeah, what, uh, what about my two else? for tomorrow? I mentioned one: Detroit plus four and a half in the first half against Youngstown State Horizon League tournament. That game being played in Youngstown at the Beagley Center, and then also Arizona and USC under one fifty-five and a half. First time these teams played, one forty-seven scored. USC got held to 0.88 points per possession. Arizona off a terrible defensive effort mm-hmm. against Arizona State. I think it's going to be much better this time. 
USC also have been really good defensively lately, under 155 and a half. All right. If you get the VSIM Pro emails, Wes Reynolds is going to have a lot more plays there. And we have golf plays as well. Uh, don't forget about those. And uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational tees off early tomorrow morning. Let's cash some tickets. VSIM tonight, VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.